so I forgot to introduce myself. If um, nobody knows who I am, I'm not a bishop, thank God. Um, uh, my name is Father Derek. I was, uh, I was appointed pastor here uh, back starting July 1st, and I know during COVID it's still kind of weird, so um, I'm happy you're back at least for this joyful occasion to celebrate Chinese New Year. And uh, see you wear your red. I'm very grateful that you knew that I was Chinese and you decided that um, you'd be in support of the Chinese culture of wearing red. And Chinese red means happiness. And so um, I appreciate that. Now, obviously, uh, something different than that is going on today, tonight. And you may not understand uh, what's going on tonight. I don't remember much about my own confirmation. Uh, the only thing that I do remember is that we went to Rock Bonky afterwards. And for those of you don't do it, that didn't grow up in the northwest suburbs, Rock Bonky was a Japanese steakhouse. Uh, but now that I understand, at least to some degree, the change that goes on during confirmation, I'm much more appreciative of it. Um, and I imagine that's how all life is. A great theologian, Soren Kierkegaard, said that life must be lived forward and only understood backwards. And so in the present moment, and as we try to live out a future of hope and peace and joy, we can't really understand what's going on in our present moment, in the present moment. We only understand by looking back. Life must be lived forward and only understood backwards. And that's kind of the common theme that I uh, really try to reflect on in the first book, in the first reading, the book of the prophet Isaiah. It says a, a very common um, Christmas, or Advent passage. A shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse. A shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse. And if you look at a stump, there's no sense that a tree will grow from that stump. It's already cut down. It had its chance. But here the prophet Isaiah says, a shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse. And we who are Christians understand that that shoot was Christ himself. That God would become and share our human nature. He would become a man. God himself would become a man. Does that make sense? Not at all. But that's what we celebrate during Christmas. That's what gives Christmas its energy, its excitement. Because God doesn't want to love us from afar, but he wants to love us up close. In the second reading from the Acts of the Apostles, Paul goes to Ephesus, and he finds some disciples. He's not sure if they are really disciples of Jesus. So he asks them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you became believers? And they answered him, we've never even heard of the Holy Spirit. 
think it's, it's pretty evident that they have no idea of what's going on in that present moment. But looking back, they can understand more. And that's the prayer for you today. That you might not understand all of the rites and rituals of the Mass, but one day, you'll not only come to understand, but you'll come to love it. To look back on the same and be like, yes, I, I loved that the fact the Holy Spirit was, a pour, was poured upon me during my confirmation. Because that's what happens at this sacrament. You develop a special friendship with God through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's supposed to be a powerful experience. Uh, it's supposed to be a special day. You know, the bishop's supposed to come here and give like a 20 minute long homily. And, uh, you know, you're supposed to take pictures and go to Rock Banki. And, well. But things are different now. Is your heart still disposed to receiving the Holy Spirit? Do you long for God to be a part of your life? That's the question. The more you want God to be a part of your life, the more this day will mean to you. But if tomorrow you wake up and you say to yourself, that was nice, now I don't have to go to church uh, for formation, I don't have to go through the, the hoops, I can just live my life. Well, although you have, will have received the grace of the sacrament, you really would not have received the gift of it. This is how I describe the gifts that's given to you on Christmas. The Holy Spirit is given to you as a gift today, tonight, will be. But whether you open that gift is up to you. And this is why you have your sponsors and your family members to remind you that you have been given this great gift at confirmation. One of the historical uh, background of the, of the sacrament of confirmation has to do with becoming a soldier. And back in the day when the bishop would come, he would talk a lot about being a soldier for Christ that you all, by your confirmation, are now soldiers for Christ. Back in the day, I don't know if there are any grandparents here, but they would, the bishop would come, and part of the rite was that they would actually slap you on the face. They would slap you on the face. There will be no slapping today. But it was meant to strengthen you. Because the sacrament of confirmation was given to you in order to make you strong, firm, Confirmation to make you firm against the temptations of the world. And there are a lot of temptations in the world. I was wondering whether or not the church would um, be full tonight because it's five degrees outside. Like the world is trying to kill us. Why, why do we live here? I don't know. If my parents didn't raise me here, I would not choose to live here. 
COVID is trying to kill us all too. It's trying to ruin the economy. It's trying to ruin familial relationships. It's trying to um, prevent people from being true friends. And so when in the gospel, Jesus says, if the world hates you, know that it really kind of does. The devil hates you too. The devil hates you more than the world. But here's the consolation, the good news of the gospel. If the world hates you, realize that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, the world would love its own. But because you do not belong to the world, and I have chosen you out of the world, the world hates you. I hope you feel a little bit, not, not, complete, uh, not completely, the hatred of the world. And I hope you love being a part of the church. Because in the face of the hatred of the world, the church proclaims that you are loved. That every day, God looks upon you and he delights in you. Even if you are the most, the worst sinner, the most tragic sinner, God loves you before your sin, during your sin, and even after your sin. If only you would turn to him to actually receive his love. In the gift of the Holy Spirit, I hope you develop such a deep and profound relationship with this gift. You may never have even heard of the Holy Spirit, but through the grace of the oil, you are sealed with the gift of the Holy Spirit. I'll just end by telling you, you will become soldiers for Christ tonight. When soldiers would become soldiers, when they would enlist in the Roman army, um, somebody would ask them a bunch of questions. They would take an oath. They would make a bunch of promises, similar to the promises that you're going to make very, very soon. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Do you, re do you reject Satan? And your answer is, I do. And all is empty promises. And your answer is, I do. Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth? And you will promise that you do believe. Do you believe in Jesus Christ's only Son, our Lord, who was crucified, suffered, died, and rose from the dead? You will make the same promise. And just as a Roman soldier became a member of that army that day when he made the promise, you too will be a fully initiated member of the Catholic Church. And the world and the devil will hate you as a result. The second part of the rite is when you are just like um, a soldier was tattooed after making that oath, a permanent sign that they have been changed, that they are now part of the army. You become a full member of the church, a part of this family. We, we don't call it an army, but we call it a family. And it's supposed to be permanent. There's no leaving after this. Just like a soldier would receive a permanent mark on his skin, tonight you receive a permanent mark on your soul.
And this guarantees you the protection of the Holy Spirit. The gifts given to you, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, fortitude, counsel, piety, and fear of the Lord. If only you would open these gifts. But you have your whole life ahead of you. Know that we are praying for you. And if you ever need a reminder, which you will in your life, of God's love, you come here. You are a beloved daughter. You are a beloved son of God. Jesus Christ has had his blood poured out for you. And on this day, he has give, God has given you the gift of his Holy Spirit. Mary C's Quarantined is a Mary C's of Wisdom dynamic original podcast.